0: On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with, with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you finally, if he is a met marketer, my dad is the best. And now, here's your host, Seth Green.
1: Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Ken Lovett, of org, Ken, thank you so much for joining us.
2: My pleasure, Seth.
1: Let's go back in time a little bit. Where did you grow up?
2: I grew up in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania.
1: Okay, and uh, what was your childhood
2: like? Uh, well, you grew up in an average family, uh, went into the military, and then came back out and attended college after that.
1: Thank you for your service. Thank you. Where, um, what, where did you go to school, and for what?
2: I went to uh, Stroudsburg High School and then on to ESU, East Stroudsburg University. Uh, Started out as a non-matriculating student, and then uh, with my first computer science course, decided that was the direction I wanted to go.
1: And then what did you do after school?
2: I went into uh, programming, uh, did some database development, and then started managing uh, different companies.
1: And then how – I know you've had quite a journey. How did you go from there to where you are now?
2: I started uh, – actually, I'm I'm an old software developer. So I started developing back in 1980 on uh, some of the old ticket systems. They were going out just as I was coming in, uh, the punch cards. And then I started uh, working on CPM, uh, IBM Midrange, did a lot of software development, went into consulting – uh, and then started my own software company around 1985 or 86, uh, which I created a database program for real estate uh, offices that replaced Microfiche. Uh, they had the task when they filled out uh, real estate listings of finding the property on Microfiche, which was a chore, uh, and then filling out the information. So being a programmer and a database uh, developer, uh, I quickly started acquiring data from county governments and putting that into a database system. Uh, from there, we, we waited till Windows 3.0 and then implemented uh, a visual database system that integrated the parcel maps so they could zoom and center. And it was really a, a next-generation system that, that no one else had. And, from and there, then
1: how did you get from there to what you're doing now?
2: Uh, well, you know... Back when StomperNet launched, I don't know if you remember that. I, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was interested in marketing. Let me let me go back just a little bit. In 1994, I, I got involved with the Internet. It was pretty, pretty early in the game. 1995, we developed the first MLS system online, and then we were very early. I started hiring uh, salespeople for Internet marketing, and we were doing local marketing back in 1995. So, But the problem with that is we had to educate uh, businesses before we could even sell them Internet, and that was a big challenge. They just didn't understand the difference between Internet, the yellow pages, et cetera. So we, we shut that department down. I had a software company that we grew to uh, 55 people, and that was just one of the divisions. So we stopped the Internet marketing side, focused on the software development, and then in, uh, at, at the StomperNet launch, you know, fast forward to StomperNet, uh, I found it very intriguing that, you know, they walked you through the process, and it was the first official launch that I had seen. So I started following launches, and, uh, you know, about a year after that, I touched base with, uh, with Brad Fallon from StomperNet, and uh, we got involved in developing uh, a cloud-based system. It was called FreeIQ. I don't know if you remember that one. I do not. Okay. Uh, well, they were trying to morph that, move it forward, and uh, we moved that onto the cloud. It was very early in cloud development, and we did all the transcoding engines. We wrote the, you know, moved the database and thousands or ten thousands of videos online. Uh, and, and that's where I got involved with with internet marketing. Uh, and move forward uh, from there, you know, met Ken MacArthur at a StomperNet event, and uh, you know, found Ken intriguing, and he was very uh, articulate in how he. He commented on people's issues and problems, uh, and then had some health issues uh, that kept me out of, out of the uh, game for about six years, unfortunately. Uh, and Ken was very patient. We stayed in touch. I attended one of his events. And, you know, we had a lot of stops and starts because of health issues. I thought I was getting better. Something went wrong. And finally, uh, last year, I approached Ken and said, Ken, I think my, my health is good now. It's okay. I'm stable. Uh, and I have an idea for a magazine, and, and Ken and I talked, and, and he thought it was a great idea, uh, so we agreed to move the Impact Magazine forward.
1: Tell us a little bit about the Impact Magazine. What is it about? Who's contributing to it? Who is it for?
2: Sure. Uh, the Impact Magazine is for people that, from beginners in the business, for online marketers, business people, authors, speakers, coaches, uh, that are looking to make an impact in the world. So what we do is we feature people, products, and services that can assist them in doing that. Uh, in the in the first issue, we have Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels. We have uh, Todd Brown from Marketing Funnel, uh, Marketing Funnels, his company. Uh, they're both marketing funnel experts. Uh, Russell has a software program. Todd is a strategy person that really has some high-end coaching programs. And then we have various other people that have personal interest stories. Uh, obviously, Ken McArthur is contributing uh, one of his articles this month. And we have other people that uh, that do various personal interest stories.
1: That sounds like a great magazine. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now?
2: Uh, when I started the magazine?
1: Um yes. Well, you know, I I wish because it's relatively recent, so obviously you're in the beginning phases of it.
2: Absolutely, Uh, one of the things I I wish I had foresight on was uh, the challenges of different software platforms to get the magazine done. We started with uh, MagCast, uh, Ed Dale system, and that was a great system, but it didn't do everything I I really wanted to do. And then we we found another platform uh, that worked really well, except it was a new platform, so. We spend a lot of time kind of educating and assisting with development. And, uh, you know, finally, after about six or nine months, we have that stable and we're ready to move forward. So there, there were a lot of challenges I wish I could have foreseen uh, that delayed the launch. But I'm really happy with the results. Uh, I'm happy with the people we have contributing. And there will be an ongoing, uh, you know, collection of experts, uh, authors and speakers, and, and. The typical personal interest stories, which I find intriguing because that's really what it's about. We want to help people make an impact. For instance, uh, we have a person that was a homeless vet uh, who was a very successful marketer. He did local marketing uh, and, and became homeless. He went through a divorce, became homeless, was actually sleeping in the woods. And as part of that journey, you know, he found uh, that they helped him get a home. But when he moved in, he had no furniture. So there he was. He was taken from homelessness into a a home but had no furniture. And he started a nonprofit organization just uh, this year where he helps homeless vets. Now the people that get placed in homes furnish their their house or apartment. So I think those kinds of things where people can make an impact and help others are are very intriguing to myself and Ken.
1: Absolutely. That's incredible. What I mean, that, that, that was obviously a story of his. What, what has been, uh, what is the biggest adversity you've had to overcome?
2: Myself, personally? Yes. Uh, well, I had, as I said, I had a six-year uh, series of health issues from starting with a stroke uh, that took me quite a while to overcome. Uh, the, the cognitive functions were the, the worst. Physically, I recovered pretty quickly. Uh, but as a developer and as somebody who really wanted to push the edge, uh, the cognitive functions took me years to really recover. And then from there, I had ongoing seizures. And so you know, the health issues, uh, a six-year battle, uh, were really the issues. Uh, and last year, you know, I got close to uh, to dying several times. Uh, and then finally, they stabilized my health, and here I am. So that was the biggest challenge of my life.
1: Wow, that is absolutely incredible! What has been your highest entrepreneurial moment? Uh,
2: well, I started a software company in my family room, and pretty rapidly grew that to uh, fifty-five people. So, and we were we were highly recognized nationwide as one of the premier mapping and database companies. Uh, we, we were being looked at by Transamerica, First American, some pretty big companies uh, for acquisition. So that was really the peak of. Of what I was proud of,
1: absolutely that is incredible and obviously something to be proud of
2: mm-hmm.
1: what do you attribute your success
2: to uh, drive and never giving up I mean I, I'm a uh, you know as you know entrepreneurs have highs and lows, and the people that make it are the people that keep banging their heads against the wall uh, you have to have that kind of fortitude and uh, go or attitude and just never stop. Just never stop.
1: That makes sense. Never give up. Obviously, you cannot fail if you never give up. That's what is the best advice you've ever been given?
2: The best advice I've ever been given? Well, you'll have to bear with me. I'm, my memory is really bad, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Uh, again, probably never give up. I mean, some some of the things, you know, going through the health issues and those kinds of things, even with the highs and lows, going through personal tragedies, uh, it is never give up. Uh, don't let the lows get to you. You know, don't let the highs get you too high. Kind of get an even keel and keep pushing forward.
1: I think that makes a lot of sense. With all that is constantly changing in the world of marketing and social media, how do you stay on top of it all?
2: Uh, I'm a voracious reader uh, online. I follow a lot of uh, blogs, and uh, you know, really like to keep up on what's going on with marketing, who the movers are, who's, who are the influencers, and then kind of follow them.
1: What, you mentioned you're a voracious reader. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work?
2: Well, I'm, I'm more an uh, online reader. I follow a lot of experts. I don't read many books anymore just because of the, the seizures. I have ongoing seizures. So my, my ability to focus for long periods of time are, are kind of limited. Uh, so I don't read a lot of books. I follow mostly short bites of information and accumulate that way.
1: That makes sense. Um, other than, than Ken and Russell and Todd, um, who are your bucket list, wish list contributors to Impact Magazine? Who would you love to get?
2: Well, we're, we're hoping to get Joel Com. Uh, you know, we have Brian Basilico now, uh, obviously Brian G. Johnson, uh, some of those people, Kathleen Gage. People I've met through Ken, I think, are are very motivational in some of the things they've done. Uh, so I think those are the people I'd start with.
1: Who is an ideal subscriber to Impact Magazine?
2: I think, I think we, we actually go from the beginner uh, the people that are just getting into the online marketing uh, arena, up through, you know, the, the expert level, people that are intrigued by by reading other people's stories, following their products and services. Uh, we hope to accumulate a, a vast array of people that, that contribute products and services. And, and we don't settle for the run-of-the-mill uh, people. We, we want to make sure that we... we Get contributors that are, that are very uh, high-level, high-quality people, uh, both in product services and personal stories. So it, it's everyone from the beginner in online marketing right through, I think, expert.
1: That is awesome. And what uh, obviously, we want them to go to theimpactmagazine.org and learn more about the Impact Magazine. What... Do you think people who are just getting started in, in this field, what do you think their biggest challenges are? What, do you think, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see them making that Impact is going to help them fix?
2: Well, I think I can, I can speak from personal experience. One of the things that, that I found, and, and I think most people would find, is they don't understand where to go to get information uh, on marketing. We hope to, con- to alleviate some of those issues. And I think the, the products and services – You know, I think a lot of people spend a lot of money, as I did, uh, chasing the next shiny object. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I've accumulated hundreds of uh, products and services only to see most of them uh, leave you needing more information. So you buy the next product. I think what we hope to do is help uh, shorten that time frame and and provide high-level products and services and education that can help those people succeed.
1: Okay, that is is that that is very helpful. We will send them to theimpactmagazine.org to learn more about Impact. This has been Seth Green with Ken Lovett. Ken, is there anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Uh,
2: no, I think that's it. You know, We, we welcome everybody to the Impact Magazine uh, and, and soon to follow the uh, Impact Marketing Group, where we provide high-level marketing services and uh, local marketing services as well.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate you being on the show.
2: Okay. Thank you, sir. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.